You're listening to Guys on the Sideline Podcast, where you'll hear opinions, predictions, and sports takes in every direction. If you're a diehard sports fan, this is the place to be. They've never played. They have no experience, but they have plenty to say. And now, here are the guys on the sideline. Hey, everybody. Welcome on into Guys on the Sideline, the podcast. This is episode number 19. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome on in to Guys on the Sideline. I'm Jeff, joined by my good co-host, Chris. Chris, what's going on? Oh, you know, so much. So much to get to. Ready. This this is going to be a good episode. It is. Okay, let's uh, jump right in. As many of you know, uh, it's the NFL Draft this week. So on today's episode, we're going to talk NFL Draft. Jeff's second birthday. It really is. Did you know one time my birthday actually fell on draft day? (laughs) I mean, it was amazing. I can't can't imagine. Can you imagine the happiness? I can't imagine. I hope they had a cake with numbers and stuff on it. Draft order cake. My wife is very good to me, and I swear, we get ribs, we get wings, and the kids are like, what's going on today? And my wife's like, you it's not realize day for your dad. <laughs> just, just go with it. So we're going to talk draft day. We also may spend a quick minute uh, and talk about the Houston Rockets, Utah Gotta. Jazz. Gotta, and, and the Portland Dagger oh, last night. Damien. State tie-in, Weber State's own pride and joy. That was awesome. So we're going to go there here today. We're also going to talk about um, and give you our list of things that are more annoying than Draymond Green. So, Chris, you've got a minute to be thinking about that. I tried to come up with a list. There weren't a lot of things on that list. So we're going to see if we can at least list one thing more annoying than Draymond Green. Um, and maybe we'll have a, a Seinfeld reference or two. We, we can go there sure. in honor of that's, in honor of tax day. Do you remember the write-off segment? We'll, we'll get there in a minute. Okay. Anyway, sound good to you, Chris? Sounds great. You ready to get started? I'm ready. Okay, let's do this. Okay, well, I'm excited about today's episode because, again, we're talking the NFL draft, but um, you wanted to start somewhere else before we get to the draft. Is that right? Well, I just had to, you know, quick comment on the Houston series. Obviously, we talked a little bit about our predictions. Um, Jazz could could still push it to six games. I think any time a team has nothing to lose and they've got some talent like Jazz do, they're dangerous still. Um, And if Houston has another off night like they did frankly, two nights in Utah. They only just happened to lose one of those games. Um, They could get them. I I think, let me just say this one thing just to kind of wrap a bow on that series. I think people will overreact just a little bit to this, right? I think the Jazz had just, they just had a a couple back-to-back games to open the series that were just bad. Terrible shooting, just some things you can't always totally control. I'm not saying that they're in Houston's league, so definitely don't misread me on that. But I think, you know, combined with with the fact that we really, you know, Houston didn't play a good game in game three. We just managed still not to play a very good game. Right. I think if we actually, you know, shoot decently and win that game and if we had taken two off Houston, people would be feeling like we're further along the path, you know, than they will. So I'm hoping there isn't a mass overreaction this summer. That being said, no question. We need more pieces. This team is not a finished product. Rubio is probably going to be hitting the trails, which is, you know, we love Rubio. Great guy, great team guy, but – Time to upgrade that position, but 
look, we still got an incredible, promising young star in Donovan who basically single-handedly won um, Game 3 for us. Fourth quarter. Game 4. Fourth quarter, he was, to start that period, he was on Put the team on his back. Love Kyle Korver's comments about him and just saying, look, this is a special kid. He's he's doing more at his age than anybody his age has been asked to do in Korver's experience in the NBA. So awesome on that. So that's kind of my quick analysis. I I agree with you. And here's the thing I would say, too, and this pains me a little bit. and, And my buddy, Dim. Dim, are you listening, buddy? What's up, Dim? He's a huge Houston fan, and he's yeah. uh, he's worried about me, Chris. I mean, he's been back. <laughs> I know, check, dude. I check know. out me a couple times. But he just talked about you a bit. <laughs> here's the thing that I'm going to say. I think Houston's the best team in the, in yeah, the NBA right they now. They look incredible. I mean, I think the Bucks are good on, on the eastern side, but Golden State, obviously, they've got really two or three just MVP candidate players. But Houston... Man, when they're shooting, yeah, you know, even when James Harden has been off, well, they Chris got Chris Paul. Paul Chris Paul, that, well. that mid-range jumper, man, makes him dangerous. And look, Golden State hasn't looked that amazing. No. It's the Clippers. Yeah, they blew that huge. Clippers lead. are a decent team. I mean, let's yeah. give them a little bit of credit, but but, but Golden State should have Golden been, State should have rolled. They right? should have rolled. And, this and I think if Golden State expects to just keep rolling over, uh, they're going to get a nasty surprise from Houston. I'm actually looking forward to that series. I, That's I agree. Be a fun. One. I t- I totally agree. And I think right now, I think Houston. If if I'm had to put some money on this series, I'd go Houston right now. I, I really, mean, it's definitely I think going to go the distance at the very least. And who knows that X factor could be Chris Paul, and I could see him putting him over the top. Well, and wasn't the Chris Paul injury last season the thing that really yeah. was the difference maker? Yes, I mean, did. I think Houston probably goes to the finals. Just his leadership, just his you know the spark he you know he can create a bucket whenever you need it. So he's a huge piece. You can't overlook him. Plus, I, you know, Dim's argument in in the last kind of round where you talked about this was a good one. I mean, his window is closing. Yep. Um, he's only got so many chances left. They're going to be fighting for their lives. They look like they're on a mission. They're dangerous. The sure. thing that's interesting to me about James Harden is just looking at him, he doesn't look like from a just a physical perspective that he's I don't say a baller, but he just he's not yeah. the most athletic player. But no. man, the guy's the best shooter. He's incredible. That Whoa. step back three, I mean, it, people go on and on about it, but it's it's basically impossible to defend. And, you know, a lot was made of the Jazz effort to, I guess, was it take away his, his left hand? Is that what it is? Is, but they yeah, they they, pl- they play behind him, right? They they essentially yeah. want him to drive in the yeah. lane, which yeah. is really weird defense where you're yeah. letting your guy get in front of you. You're basically pushing him, and the Jazz want him to go right into Rudy. Yeah, but I guess he's he's developed a floater. You know, he's he's just too like I don't love that he gets every call, but I have to appreciate um, just his general ability. I mean, he's obviously a phenomenal player, and so like I said, that Golden State Houston series is an will be an awesome one. I'll be well, I'll be assuming because one of us guaranteed that didn't guarantee one of us predicted that. Jazz to win, so yes. season's not over yet, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. series isn't isn't done a lot yet. Of national but, headlines: the Jazz could be the the shocker. I don't. I mean, yeah. it's weird that you're seeing that, but yeah. you never know. So. No, but I, I I would agree. And again, I, I know people have given me a hard time, called me a homer, dim, especially. But yeah. listen, I, I recognize Houston is a special special team. They are. And, They're and very good. Could be the best team in the league. So, now, now let me just say, surpassing, I think Utah, even if they lose tonight on the disappointment scale, would have to be OKC. Would Oklahoma have to be OKC. Right? They came into the playoffs, you're thinking they're dangerous, right? Paul George is looking great. Uh, Russell Westbrook during the regular season, they, they won some big games.
games. They were looking like they were a much better, much improved team over last year. And then just dud. They just absolutely fizzle out. And then that all-time classic playoff moment last night with Dame Lillard. Damien. Chucking one up from dang near midcourt and then waving bye-bye. I mean, that. So so I didn't see that live. I didn't stay up for it. I didn't either. I I saw it first thing this morning. And I was like, oh, I had to just watch it over and over and over again. Because you see how far out he was. Oh, my gosh. And it, and he steps back. Yeah. He's already three strides behind the three-point line. Takes a kind of a side back step. With Paul George playing it the right way, I mean, getting still kind of getting a hand up and just, bam, just drills it. I mean, what an amazing play. And honestly, like, you know, I think we covered our, our ground as far as understanding that the situation with Russell Westbrook in Utah, you know, was handled appropriately by the organization. What the guy said was totally out of line. So with all of that understood, I still am not a big Russ Westbrook fan. No. I think that the guy just I understand he's got his points to make, but I think I just I just think he's created a lot of negativity around himself and honestly, again, not 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 you know, dismissing anything that's been said to him or whatever that was inappropriate, but just I mean on the court with other players, with his trash talk, with all this stuff, so that now it's like something that w- that was already probably tough to the stomach is it turned into this Twitter wildfire because people are just basking in it. He'd been talking this big game all along, had been bashing Dame, had been bashing other players, and then suddenly goes down, and so everyone's just over the moon over this. Listen, so. he. Think of a player or think of an organization that needs to rebrand more than Russell Westbrook yeah, right now because he I, I think so. he is damaged goods. Yeah. I mean, he, he's an incredible athlete, he right? He is, man. He's, he's so triple doubles. I mean, he's, like, he's amazing. Yeah. And again, I, I referenced James Harden. Looking at James Harden, I think I would think that Russell Westbrook is the better player. If, oh, me too. Right now, if you were to ask every league president or league owner you if taking? you could take James Harden or Russell Westbrook to build he's your team around. Not a second. A hundred percent of the owners. No doubt. hundred percent of leadership would say James Harden. Well, that's the thing, too. Westbrook, you talk about rebranding. You're exactly right. Westbrook is obviously a smart guy. He's thoughtful. I think he has really interesting great, perspectives on things. Great wardrobe, by the way. Great Get that wardrobe. In I think he's you know, he seems like a really good dude on a personal level. It's just it's just the way he puts himself out there at times just turns people off. And, and I just think, like, you can have that chip on your so- shoulder. Kobe Bryant had that, right? On yeah. the court, he was Black Mamba. He, you know, he had his whole thing. But it's just like... But I think off of it, he was, you know, kind of a good ambassador and dealt yeah. with things the right way. And and that's Kobe. I, I hated Kobe. Hated him as a player. But, like, I could appreciate kind of how he carried himself for the most part off the course. So anyway. Westbrook, not so much, though. And, um, again, he, he's he got to hire him, somebody to help him I, I think so. rebrand this off uh, offseason. You ready anyway. for the stat of the day? Stat of the day. Let's do it. The Oklahoma City Thunder have not won a road playoff game since Kevin Durant was on the team. Whoa. I think I said they're 0 and 11. That sound was my jaw hitting the floor. That's crazy. Isn't that insane? Well, it's got to be at some point, I guess if you're OKC, you've basically, OKC is a franchise to me that has basically said, we're okay with just Starball. We're okay having a player like Westbrook, who's this transcendent international star being on our team, and we're okay not maybe winning more than that. Now, you could argue, well, they brought in Paul George, they're trying to do these different things, but I just think at some point, it ain't working with Westbrook there. You're not going to get past where you are. It doesn't no. seem or, OK, maybe in the future you win a game or two on the road. But who wants to play there? No, who wants to be part I, of that environment I, now? I don't think Does so. Does Paul George stick around? We'll speculate more on that yeah, later. But yeah, that, that's anyway, coming up. Real, real quick, we got to get to the draft. But I want to ask, who's your best player in the NBA right now? 
putting you on the spot. I here. mean, right now, James Harden. I you mean, think James I, th- Harden? I think so. Just just with this demolition, over Giannis, doing, the Greek freak, competition level. I you, think you got to consider that. You know who I'm taking? Who? Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a pretty I, safe bet. I think bet. he's going to elevate his game. Oh, um, I think. Again, I just said earlier that Houston's probably going to win Golden State. But I, I just think I Kevin think Durant. The, yeah. I, I think if I'm the New York Knicks and I'm about to because this whole thing is rigged and I'm going to get Zion Williamson, yeah. if I can get Kevin Durant to come, yeah. if I can get yeah. Kyrie Irving maybe, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just floating can that I out there. Can just say weirdly, I'd be so happy to see the Knicks relevant. New uh, York basketball? T- totally on, agree. man. It's like the – I'm almost to the point – this is sacrilege for me where I wouldn't mind seeing the Yankees relevant in baseball again. And they're, they're kind of getting there. But like, I mean – New York sports, their fans, man, they got to be a part of the mix. It makes yeah. it way more fun. Well, and let's ship some of this talent out east because I feel like yeah. it's the West. Let's balance it out. Let, let's balance it out. So, okay. okay. That's enough NBA. You ready? Let's, the draft. NFL draft. Let's go there. Okay. Ready? All right. Your Arizona Cardinals, my Arizona Cardinals. Your Arizona Cardinals. Are on the clock. And I am uh, torn about what they're going to do. I want your perspective. So I'm going to make my call on what they're going to do. I want yours because the reason I'm so interested in your perspective is your team, Chris. Very relevant. Oakland Raiders. They're jockeying with them. They are. They're trying to play mind games. They're trying to throw signals out. So get into it. What do you think they're going to do? Ladies and gentlemen, if you've been listening to the podcast, all 19 of these great episodes, we didn't put the first two up because anyway... Man. And the, oh wait! The, so you're telling me this isn't the true? Well, those are those are hidden. We might so release we those a, on the straight. To we DVD. have the equivalent of a fake ID for our 19th Ma- episode. Is maybe, that what you're maybe. Chris, quit quit <laughs> questioning this. All right. My point is, if you've if you've made it this far through the podcast, you have heard the X's and the O's and the the uh, astute analysis on the NFL worst team, Arizona Cardinals, and. The third worst, fourth worst, I'd put them right neck and neck, the Oakland Raiders. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Race to the bottom. I, I have to ask this question. Have you watched draft day yet? <laughs> no, Jeff, but we're both going to be in Cincinnati. We could get it on one of our phones while we're at the Cincinnati Reds game. So, I th- are you flying Delta? No, but that's what the are night you at on? draft, so. Yeah, yeah. United. What, you're United. Do they yeah. have movies in the back of the seats? They might. See if you can find it. Delta took it off, so I'm, I now watch Forrest Gump every time I fly. I'm just waiting I for fly. it to appear on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, I think I had to buy it. I think it's Amazon Prime or something. Okay. Anyway, you got to watch it. It's good. Okay. I've been watching it all week just to get myself psyched. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready for the draft. I love it. Um, here's a couple of options. Cardinals could take Kyler Murray, right? Trade Josh Rosen. They could, and this is, I think, is intriguing. They could draft Kyler Murray and keep Josh Rosen. Why not? It's kind of a New England move. Keep both guys. Next year, ship ship one of them off. Ship one of them off. Get some more assets. Cliff Kingsbury is a great offensive coach, so you would think, eh, maybe. Okay, they could stay Pat. Um, Stan Pat. Stan Pat or stay Pat? Stan Pat, I think. Stan Stan Pat. Thank you for that. Appreciate that. Um, And just take Nick Bosa. Okay, difference okay. maker. Yeah. Um, heck of a player out of Ohio State, although he hasn't played in a year. So yeah, kind of interesting. interesting. A little, yeah. Or they could trade down with a team like the Oakland Raiders, right. who have several, right? They have three first-round picks. They could do something there. Um, I'm going to ask you first, and then you turn the question on me. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think they I, keep the pick? I think they go with Kyler because I, I think the whole basis of the experiment in bringing in Cliff Kings, Kingsbury is that you think that you're going to try to kind of pull a Patrick Mahomes type situation. It's a copycat league. I think everybody out there is trying to kind of find the next – 
you know, prodigy type offensive talent. I think they make that move. You've got kind of an insurance policy with Josh Rosen. You, you, it gives you a couple other assets to kind of move around. I kind of think also you're in a position as the cards of why not? Because if there's a lot of upside there with Kyler, if you bring him in, he's not quite panning out the way you expected. Um, you still got a, a viable project in Josh Rosen, I think. I just think you're in a position as the cards where it's you have room to maybe take a, a gamble here on a guy. And I think if Kyler is very athletic, I think, you know, do I think he's the next Pat Mahomes? I don't know. That's I didn't think Pat Mahomes would be the next Pat Mahomes. So I'm probably not the well, person same. to ask on that. Um, I thought he'd be a burnout. I thought he was overrated and he's the MVP. So, I mean, that was the coldest possible take I could have had on that. But Kyler, I mean, he's he's a little shorter stature. I don't necessarily know that I think he's the best pure passer, but he, he is athletic. Um, I don't know. I mean, I I think maybe you you take a chance on a why not. I mean, Nick Bosa is maybe a safer pick, maybe. But I mean, with an injury history, he hasn't played in a while. I don't know. You know, it's, yeah. I, it's, it's, it's kind of tough. So do you take kind of a mediocre pick and then maybe not get a whole lot better? Or do you take a gamble on somebody who could – you know, if he turns out to be great, could reverse your franchise's fortune just like that. I don't know that Nick Bosa has that upside. Right? So I love an NFL team that that is all in on defense. Like I just mm-hmm. love juggernauts on defense. Mm-hmm. And so I just think, man, if you could trade back, still get a defensive player, Quinn yeah, Williams which, maybe. Which this draft is chock full of. Yeah, that. I mean, I think you could get somebody at three, at four, at five, depending right. on who who's um, moving up. But I agree. I think they're going to go offensive. Uh, I think that's here. why you got Cliff, man. Well, and here's what and you Cliff do. wants him. Go Kyler Murray. Let's go all in on this. Kyler Murray at one. I think you trade Josh Rosen. Yeah. Patrick Peterson is now on the trade block. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, wow. No, I hadn't. So Ooh, the Raiders, that, that's that got to be with the Raiders so, in mind. So listen, if, if Patrick Peterson, PP leaves, I mean, that's a blow, a huge yeah. blow to the defense. So this is my take. I yeah. mean, you're going to need to fill those positions later. But I think, man, you could probably get a first rounder, second rounder for Patrick Patrick Peterson. Potentially. So I mean, some definitely. Josh Rosen, same thing. So go Kyler Murray. Get like a mid-first round pick for Josh Rosen. That would make me happy. Get a tackle, right? I don't think you take a tackle or you take a big offensive yeah, lineman. Start building around But Kyler. go mid-first round. Get him some something that's going to help protect him. And then they have the first pick in the second round. Get a tight end there. Get a wide receiver. Get some sure, sure. position player. I know that's crazy. Is the, Fitz coming back next year? Fitz is back. You're but kidding me. Fitz, Fitz is back. never going to retire. No, the guy's a We're legend. We're talking about the guy, five years. And you won't find retire. a better dude either. Oh, yeah. No. Larry Fitzgerald Absolutely. is the Man. Anyway, that's the direction I think I want them to head. If if they're going to do it, again, my preference would be trade back, get defense, plug some holes. That would be big. I, but, I think you're right. I, I do, though, think I don't think you're going to get a first-rounder for Josh Rosen. I think you're talking third, right? I mean, he's just unproven. There's nothing. Well, they've talked the about a second. But there. see, that's why I say then if you can't get something, then keep him. And, and get a first-rounder well, next year. But I think, though, that, uh, you know— I know I, I feel like I'm contradicting myself. And all honestly, I'd been um, <laughs> totally blanking on the fact that Cliff Kingsbury was Pat Mahomes' coach. Yeah. To me, it's a grand slam. Of course they're going to do that. Because at, at the end of the day, you've got the coach who can maybe, you know, falsely, but kind of claim some credit for turning Pat Mahomes into who he is and working with him. So now you've got somebody with comparable raw athleti- uh, athleticism. I think they're going to take the bait on that. I think this is why you made that gamble. 
I think they do that. And then, yeah, you just add some pieces around them. It's, you're not going to be instantly better. But even if you bring in a player who's explosive and entertaining and fun, I think you upgrade your franchise. So, Well, I— I I gotta get a first for Rosen, and I even if it's the Patriots. Patriots need a quarterback. I mean, Antonio Brown didn't even net the Steelers that right. Yeah. I mean, first rounders are not common. It's really no. hard to get one, and well, I don't think it, Rosen's shown anything like the ability yet. I mean, he could turn into a fine quarterback, but it's Chris. Perfect segue. First rounders are hard to get, and Oakland Raiders have three. So let's three. turn the table here. What uh, What is Oakland going to do? What, what, I don't. What know, positions they going for? What, I what think, are they doing? I think they've sent out a lot of kind of decoy signals lately. I think that they they keep they keep kind of flirting with Kyle Kyler Murray. I think they're trying to kind of put things in people's heads, and then they'll turn around and they'll leak things to the press like, "No, they're not taking a QB. Oh, they might take a QB." I think they're just tr- they're trying to mess with other people. They're trying to send mixed signals on purpose, um, and and they're you know. I, there's that story that they recalled all of their scouts before the draft, which apparently isn't that that uncommon. But they don't want any leaks. They want it top secret. I honestly think they're really jockeying for one of these big D linemen. I think they're trying to kind of throw a lot of, you know, put up a lot of smoke screens and things like that. But I think they're hoping someone will fall to them. And I think they're trying to – Gruden's trying – this is this – is, but this is why you come to this podcast. This is kind of a crackpot theory. But I think Gruden's kind of trying to bring his whole quarterback guru cachet to the table and kind of trying to say these things about Kyler and maybe to kind of add that extra, ooh, the Raiders might, I don't know, the Raiders might come and try to take him. I don't know. Do we, You know, that sounds like Gruden sold on hey. him and this and that. I think they want him. I think they want the cards to take him because I think that'll help drop some of these other yeah. linemen down I, to them. I think if there's one team that's in a beautiful position, it's the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. I mean, you reference earlier they're hard to come by and they have three they've got one in the top five with number four and then they've got a a little bit further down but but, to me i I could see them maybe bundling things up and maybe making a trade for some someone else it'll be interesting they could but this is the responsible thing this is what they should do and who's the gm there mike mayock so i i gotta be careful what i say because i'm not a raider fan but i love john gruden and i love mike mayock i think those two guys are smart guys could be here's what i think they do i think you keep all three and then you've got a second rounder right Right, right yeah, around the corner. Like a very top. So yeah. you've got four picks in the first yeah, 30, 35, yeah. uh-huh. would it be? Yeah. That might Don't be right. miss on any one of those players and play mm-hmm. it safe. Yeah. Take guys that are going to come in and make a difference because right. the NFL, unlike any other sport, it's a team game. Yes. And this is why it's hard for me. Like, okay, my Cardinals, if they take Kyler Murray, maybe they should. Maybe he's that superstar. But if the guy hurts his leg and he's out for the season, you basically put all your eggs in that basket. That's so what true. I'm saying with Oakland, if they nail four trench guys I'm talking offensive line I'm talking defensive line I'm talking um, secondary I'm talking impact players they could really turn this and I think they're in a good position they're not I don't think this draft they're going to be necessarily a playoff team next year no but But they're they're looking to to start to win again going to Oakland man if they could get these four then if they could make some moves they could make some smart moves and and get maybe an impact player next year I would prefer that they they get younger with those picks it will be really interesting to see what happens um you know, they need a lot of help on defense, man. They need a linebacker. They they signed LaMarcus Joyner um, from the Rams, a safety. I think that was probably a good move. They, they've still got Carl Joseph, who has his ups and downs. He's okay. They just still got big needs there, man. They still need help at linebacker. They still need help in the secondary. Maybe they do some kind of deal for Patrick Peterson, right? Is Patrick a corner or safety? He, he's a cornerback. 
Okay. So Patrick Peterson's a cornerback. See, see, to me now, doesn't that make things interesting a little bit? Because if if the Raiders want to trade some of their draft capital to get Patrick Peterson, well, now you're looking pretty stingy a little bit on the. I mean, you get a really good corner. You've got LaMarcus Joyner. You've got – so now you've got some really solid pieces on defense. You've got, I think, a really good defensive coordinator in Paul Gunther. I mean, just those pieces now, you're suddenly just a bit better. You, so, you are. Now, no, what, they're heading in the right direction. What everybody says, though, and what would be an absolute travesty if the Raiders did not get better at in this draft is defensive end. I mean, they've got no one. The void left by Khalil Mack is bigger than just Khalil Mack. I mean, we were in last place in sacks by, like, the next step up from us had twice as many sacks. I mean, we're talking several individual players had more sacks as we did as a team. They have to get better there. I mean, there's even if it's interior pass rush that, that frees up some stuff on the edges, that's one thing. But watch out for the, the Raiders. They're either going to take a big-time defensive end, maybe a defensive tackle, or they're going to bundle up some of these picks and go pluck some some big-time you know established star maybe from another team and just to get a DN that's really good. I, we'll see what happens. So I don't I don't exactly know what their play is. When they brought in Antonio Brown, it was kind of like a weird – I think it was just they felt like they had the chance, they could do it, so they did it. But it, it was much more of a win-now type move than I expected from them because I feel like they're more in just long-term rebuild mode. So I, I personally, I'm with you. I hope that they use those four picks in the top 30 to just get bigger, better on the interior line. I hope that they stay kind of more conservative. Um, be interesting to see what what shakes out with Mayock and, and everybody else involved. I've been impressed so far, I think, with what Mayock has done. Been impressed with who we've brought into the door. Um, so, you know, I heard somewhere that basically with the open cap space that we freed up by trading Khalil Mack, we've signed 22 players with that. I mean, and this was was Gruden's point. Like, it's crippling not to have that kind of flexibility yeah. um, unless you're in total win now, you know, make a push mode. So, Okay, so we brought you the Raiders. We brought you the Cardinals. Let's just wrap this up here right now on the NFL draft. What team do you think is going to win um, the NFL draft when it's all said and done? Uh, the, the first round on, New, on Thursday New England, because they always do. No, no. no um, stop. I... <laughs> Uh, well, who do, you, who do you think? I well, think the cards are in a position to. I mean, the Raiders, it's kind of not a fair fight. When you have that many picks, I mean, we are in the position of don't screw it up. That's kind of the thing with the Raiders. You've got all – you can control the draft. You can do whatever you want. So, I mean, the Raiders are the ones that are going to have eye, all eyes on them. So I wouldn't look at them to either win or lose. It's more like they could screw it up or not screw it up, you know. I think the team – and I'm looking up which picks they have. But the Cleveland Browns, okay, they, they traded some of their picks, right, for uh, Odell Beckham. Do they have a pick They're on They're getting night, closer, I the... think. You know, I, I'm a big believer in Baker Mayfield, personally. I think he's a really good, talented QB. He was my favorite QB from last year's draft. So I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm still kind of all in on him. And now with Odell and some other pieces coming together, they're, you know. For the first time in a long time, they're – yeah, they're legit. So, who do I think is going to win the draft? I, I mean, I, I kind of said this earlier, but I think Oakland, and and that probably again sounds kind of obvious because, well, mm-hmm. certainly they have the most. Um, a, a team that makes me a little bit nervous is the San Francisco 49ers, uh, again, being in division. They have the number two pick. Um, I, I think they want Nick Bosa, and I just think, man, if if you get a defensive player like that. Jimmy G is coming back next year. I think they're going to be, I don't know, that, that's the one that, that makes me a little bit nervous. 
um, just because I think Nick Boza is that difference maker. I think some of the smokescreen that the Cardinals are doing is actually in, in an effort to get San Francisco to jump up and get Nick Boza. They've talked oh, about interesting. they met with Nick Boza and they want him. And yeah. so, um, yeah. although did you see Nick Boza deleted some of his tweets? <laughs> yeah, I saw that whole uh, thing. Pro Donald Trump and against Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. oh, if I'm going to go to the 49ers. I, yeah, well, it's San Francisco. To, so. here's, here's who's not winning the draft, and that is the Cincinnati Bengals. And let me explain why. So, mm-hmm. Chris, we're going to Cincinnati. Yes. Uh, we're going to the Reds game tomorrow so be, night. Be careful what you say. Well, our fans there. That's true. We're now training in Ohio. But but I want to go to a draft party, right? And right. there's so I'm thinking, oh, cool, we'll go to the Bengals. There's nothing. Yeah. You got to be a season ticket holder, which ask which begs the question, who holds season tickets to the Bengals? Like, come on, like <laughs> the Bungles, the Bungles. I mean, they that's a sad. It's a sad, sad franchise. franchise. I'm sorry, they so, are. They've been so close so many times. They had the Chad Ochocinco years. They've they've you know, but they're just stuck right now. They they need to blow it up and rebuild, man. It, they need to do a fire sale and. They, they really do, um, and maybe they kind of already have, but it's time to move on from their uh, their QB. Who's their QB again? Um, Andy a- Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. Um, just don't think you're going to make it all the way there. No, I agree. Okay, anything else on the draft? I don't think so. Um, does Amari Cooper get an extension from Dallas? What do you think? Of that I, I don't know. I mean, it's hard to get in Jerry's head. Jerry Jones, the owner. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I think he showed flashes. Yeah. Huh? They, they haven't. haven't yet. They haven't given him one. Are you glad to be gone from that contract? Yeah. Yeah. You're okay to well, to move it. A B for for uh, for him. Absolutely. Well, and and what they give up to get um, A B for AC. I'll take it all day long. Well, plus well, you yeah, got. I mean, they moved up in the draft. Moved up in the draft. I mean, it, it was really great. So, no, I think we we're very happy with that transaction. A B. You know, we'll see. I mean, he's a kind of a toxic dude. We'll see what happens. Um, last question for you: um, Russell Wilson contract. Good or bad idea for Seattle? Really good for Russell Wilson. Yeah, not so good for. I don't think so either. For I think Seattle. you just commit, consigned yourself to kind of just the next decade of mediocrity. Yeah, I don't I, think they're going to get. I think he's a great quarterback. I do too. No, I no love question, Russell Wilson. But. but but here's the deal, and the and here's the the teams that will win the draft and the teams that do well. Um, I I look back to the Colts and they've they've actually struggled. Last year was a good year for them, but they got Andrew Luck. Now they yeah. haven't done anything with they, him. But my point they, is, they, they moved on from bit. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is a legend in Indianapolis, yeah, right? right? So Seattle, and I get they've got a crazy fan base, but I'm saying, like, don't fall in love with players. Yeah. Like, Russell Wilson is a great quarterback, but I think, man, let him go. Let him walk and look Re- to the future, it, not it. not going back. Rebuild and, it. again, it worked well, out for the Colts getting Andrew Luck. Value, don't you think? Oh, no, no. Abs- here's a QB you could have gotten first-rounders. Well, I, I heard mean, New York Giants. Yeah. What could you have get for, for the Giants? Now, they um, – I mean, they – just picked up right a, yeah. a first rounder from Cleveland, yeah, uh, for uh, Odell. I don't um, know, but you know that that was one that I was even sitting there saying, "Hey Raiders, can you go get Russell Wilson?" I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, he can transform a franchise, but if you're going to saddle your franchise with a mega contract, which I guess well, anybody else is going to have to do, what, basically. What but. did I say a couple episodes ago? I was all about trading Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I think that's a crazy idea. Is it really that crazy? Like, I can't wait till we do our season picks for Green Bay so that I can pick them to have a losing season. Because <laughs> I honestly think that their their coach selection absolutely befuddles me. Who are their receivers now? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Who Clay Matthews? I think is gone now, right? Yep, yep. I mean, they're they LA. They are just picked over, and the the Aaron Rodgers era probably needs to be over. But they just couldn't make that move. Well, and right? don't you think you could get some value for Aaron Rodgers right now? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Would John Gruden take Aaron Rodgers yeah. for? 
well, one of those teams, first rounders, two of those team, first rounders? Any team with a pretty loaded defense right now would go break the bank and do everything they could and sell out for a one-year Super Bowl run for, with Aaron Rodgers. Why, why wouldn't you? you? And you've got a bunch of teams that are probably on that why, cusp. That why don't you think more teams like roll the dice like that? Like Again, know. maybe they feel like Aaron Rodgers is untouchable. harder to do. But, man, if I so you're Green Bay, and I called you, and I said, okay, I'm going to give you my first and second and third round pick this year and yeah. next year. Would you do that if you were Green oh, Bay? Absolutely. I mean, talk about, yeah, you're, you're signaling to everyone you're hitting the reset button, but you just fired your coach. You're losing all these pieces from that Super Bowl team. Jordy Nelson just retired. It's time to move on, man. Okay, so. Chris, we're done with the draft. Um, we're almost out of time, but I did tease this, so we got to go there. Who or what is more annoying than Draymond Green from the Golden State Warriors? A little bit tough to come up with a list. Do you, do you got anything that jumps out at I you? I mean, you know, getting popcorn kernels stuck in your teeth is really annoying. I mean, it's probably still not to that level. You know, people you know, pushing on your chair on a flight. I mean, we're talking like base level, just like how about universally annoying stuff, plumbing issues. <laughs> how about when you open up a Starburst and you get two lemon flavors? Oh, you know terrible. those little two terrible. packs? Yes. Come on, give me the reds. Right. What's the no, best Starburst? Who flavor? likes lemon? Who out there? Who likes Seriously. it? Raise your hand. Okay. The only other things I would add to this, Marcus Smart might rival I mean, Draymond maybe Green. Maybe on his way. Is Russell Westbrook as annoying? I, I mean, I think he's right there. Uh, yeah, personally. I agree. I'd probably still I mean, say far Draymond. More talented. I, I have to say this: Mark Jackson's commentating. Wow, well said. Uh, I think he's up there. Steph Curry's terrible. mouth guard. Come on, dude! Like Steph Curry's shimmy. He does. Come on, is very I, I totally agree. So okay. Okay. Anyway, that's what we got for today. We will. Uh, we may have some uh, coverage from Cincinnati Post, uh, yeah. over the over the weekend. Absolutely, so, live updates. Uh, it'll be fun there. But stay um, tuned. Yeah, good luck in the draft. It'll be fun to see. Happy any, drafting. Any shout-outs before we go? I don't think so. Luke, thanks for getting us set up here today. Yeah, all right. Aaron Spate, you're the man. Um, thank you. And uh, this is Episode 19. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. The opinions and predictions on this podcast are right 98.3% of the time.